Hey there, thanks for tuning in. So excited to bring you Superstar PR season six. I promise this season is just a thank you to everyone who's been listening and I'm bringing you some really interesting folks. Please rate, subscribe, stick around, and thanks for listening. Hi everyone, welcome to Superstar PR, where I bring you the most interesting people I find along the way. Today's guest is the lovely Lynn, who's an intuition coach, who's kind of a big deal out of Niagara Falls, Ontario. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you. I love being called a big deal. That's that's kind of cool. I never get called that. So thank you for that little dopamine boost, boost or serotonin boost or whatever it was. You're so welcome. Lynn, uh, I want to ask you, does a full moon mean anything to you? To me, no. But but I understand from my friends, my nurse friends who work in the ER, definitely yes. But to me, I think it's just beautiful to look at. I understand we are mostly made of water and the moon has an effect on, you know, the gravitational pull and the tides and water. So yeah, there, there's something scientific to it. But for me, I, I just think I, it doesn't bother me as much. So maybe I'm all dried up. I don't know. You're so funny. What do your friends in the ER tell you about it? It's just they when they tr- they literally track the full moon calendar because they know it's going to go crazy. So they want to prepare for it and have extra staff on. And then and then here's where my mind goes. Hmm, is this a self fulfilled prophecy? Like do do they expect people to act a little crazier? And then that's all they see. It's like when you buy a new red car. You see more red cars. So, but they swear by it, and I am not going to question them at all. <laughs> okay, let me ask you um, when did you discover, Lynn, that you were a little bit more intuitive than the average person? I was, when it, the big thing was that when I was about 12 or 13, I could probably have done it a lot sooner, but you're a kid and you're busy, and then you discover boys, so you don't really pay attention. But it, it, that was the big moment. And ever since then, even though I became a teacher and I taught elementary school for 15 years, it, it was always there for me. And it was hard teaching a room full of, you know, five-year-olds with all their dead grandparents kicking around. But you do what you can, right? Because I'm a medium as well. So I can, as the movie goes, I can see dead people. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You can see dead people. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about that part, Liz. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what's the funniest thing that's happened to you kind of just going through life with a dead person and maybe somebody in front of you? Oh, good goodness. I try if I do have a rule that if I'm not working, like don't bug me guys, because it just gets too overwhelming. But the, I don't know if it's a funny story, but I remember way back when my kids were little and we took them out East camping and we were in this, it w- there was some kind of strike. So there wasn't a lot of camp uh, workers there. And we got a spot right near the washroom. Thought it was great because the kids getting up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I was, and I'm hearing, don't, don't camp here. Don't camp here. I was like, so we had everything half set up and I said, we got to move. So we moved about a football field's length down the road. And in the middle of the night, I hear, we we wake up to, I need a doctor. Somebody call a doctor. 
And my husband at the time went down that way to where the bathroom was across from the site we were supposed to be at. And I sat at the picnic table. And it's not funny, but the way this fellow looked at me was funny because the fire trucks came and the ambulances came. And then I saw this man I could see through about in his early 60s. And he kind of looked at me like this. And he just came right at me and said, I died in the shower. And I said, yeah, you did. And he said, I fell. I had a heart attack and bathed my head. And I was like, yeah, I think you did. Because <laughs> he didn't look sick or sore. It was just like he was glowing. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And this was the funny part. Besides his facial expressions, what do I do now? And he's, I said, do you see a light anywhere? Because I can't because I'm a wife. And he said, oh, that one? I said, yeah, go in there and you'll see everybody you've ever known. It'll be great. There's a party waiting for you. And so he did. And it was just just his facial expressions, like the way he looked at me around the fire truck. And he's like, I think I died. I think you did. Good. So it was, it was cool. I looked, yeah, my husband came back because he walked down there and he said, you're not going to believe what happened. And I told him what I thought happened. He says, I can't do anything with you. <laughs> he walked over me. So it, it is entertaining. Every day is entertaining. Spirit is funny. And they just want to, mind the pun, lift our spirits. They want us to be happy. Oh, my God. That's like the coolest story ever. Okay. So um, you're, you're gone camping and you got a warning. Did you ever have a moment where you met somebody and you instantly got a download about their life, but they're a complete stranger? Mm -hmm. And I think we all do that in some way, shape or form, because everybody that's listening here is intuitive. Some are better at it than others. Some it's just like any skill. I like, I'm not good at basketball. I could play it, but I'm not really good at it. So yes, we do that. We know instinctively if we like somebody or not. And, and then because I do what I do and I try not to do it, I, I get a lot of information on people, but basically it's that trust your gut. Do you like them? Okay. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to say anything and you you know you know when you meet somebody yeah oh wow you're good okay so now do you think numbers are talking to us like when you see a license plate that's like 11 11 all the time is it like a thing oh this oh, I, i'm really looking into this because my mother's license plate was three letters and then 11 11. And ever since my dad had to go into a, a nursing home because of his dementia, my one sister and I have been seeing 11 and 11 and 111 ridiculously often in weird places. So does it mean something? If you ask the scientific community, no, it's just an, a coincidence. But if you ask me, and I'm very low woo, like I said, I will never tell you to put cr crystals in your bra or dance around in the moonlight, but there's something to it. So when you see 1111, usually that means there is someone on the other side with you, even though there often is, or you were just thinking about them and you look at the clock, you're like, oh, that's validation, they're there, or a license plate, or a receipt, or, 
or anything. And that's the big one that most people seem to be very drawn to. So the short answer is yes. Okay. Like, I, I feel like I have so many questions now. Do dead pets visit us? Oh, yes. They're my favorite. They they really are. Uh, they come through. Now, I know dogs don't talk and I know cats don't talk. But on the other side, they just transmit information, humans, animals, through thought. So they speak, quote unquote, speak English to me because I'm an English speaking medium. So I've had lots of dogs come through, cats, like with specific names and incidents. I've had hamsters, rabbits, and two killer whales because I had two trainers from like marine parks. What did the killer whales have to say? It was a lot of thank you for taking care of me. And and honestly, it was like, I don't like that small space, but thank you for taking the best care of me you could. And then the whale, or anybody, but the whale in particular, I remember the one that said, do you remember when you wore those weird red shoes and I took one right off the deck? And the lady was like, holy crap, that actually happened. And it wasn't at a show. It wasn't at YouTube. It was at a, you know, she was just walking across feeding and she left her shoes on the deck. So I couldn't have found it. Like you can't Google that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So somebody actually, I think it was my mom. My mom asked me, if my mother speaks Greek, do you think Lynn can speak to her? But you answered that earlier. You said they speak to me in English. Words. And sometimes she might come through with a Greek word just to just to mess with me because they're funny as heck over there. And sometimes I have to Google it, but sometimes people know what it means. So yeah, she would talk, quote unquote, to me in English. Oh my God, that's amazing. Lynn, I I think that we need to get you in a room in Toronto and we need to fill it with women. And I think the women are asking for you. I'm just trying to find someone who's going to listen to this interview and be like, I'm so curious. Oh, I would love it. Like in Niagara, I sell out. I have nine shows. They're all sold out from here to December. So um, Toronto's the next uh, next plan of attack. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, and half of them are over 100 people. and But I do also like the smaller shows at yoga studios, at spas. And in those cases, everybody gets a message. And it's, I'm not out there to show off. I'm out there to get people to laugh. The laughs are always guaranteed at a show. Messages, messages aren't guaranteed, but you'll leave feeling hopeful and uplifted and that you're never alone. You've got support other side that's cool when i hear you say that lynn sometimes i'm in my house and i don't know i'm like chuckling i look at my dog i'm like well you're always here but i wonder who else is always here and my dog just looks at me really cute shih tzu and you know i think like oh lynn yeah well with pets pets can see you know how pet dogs smell things more than we can dogs cats they do see things and hear things more than we can from the other side However, if your dog is staring at the wall, maybe there's a mouse in the wall that he can hear that we can't. So what I always say, for example, if my dog just starts staring off into space, in my mind, I'll say, whoever's here, walk to the kitchen and get my dog to follow. And if it's just a random sound outside, the dog will keep staring at that space. But sometimes the dog will track as though somebody's walking into another room. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to move out now. 
Lynn, I, that's like a the coolest existence. Like you just you you speak like that and you get a response. Lynn, do you have kids? I have two kids. My son is twenty nine. My daughter's twenty six. And do they have this gift? Oh, I know they do. They won't admit it because they're very good at other things. <laughs> but 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 they do. And it's it's really cool to see. And just as an example, because on my Instagram story, I posted a picture of my dog because she got sprayed by a skunk yes. last week. And just, yes, so that was around 10 o'clock. A few hours earlier, my daughter, you know, we're just chit-chatting. She said, what would we do if Rosie got sprayed by a skunk? And then a few hours later, she did. So I don't know if she predicted something or I could just blame her for it. Oh, Lynn. Well, Lynn, you know what happened to me when I was like 16? What? Tell me. I was in Greece and I was like, hey, everyone, can you tell me what you do if there's an earthquake? And they said, don't say it or it'll happen. And I was like, I'm, but I'm really asking. I don't know what to do if there's an earthquake. And then in the middle of the night, there was an earthquake. Oh, my goodness. So somehow you picked up on it. And maybe your body is very sensitive to, say, little rumblings in the planet or electromagnetic fields. So you got that extra special gift that way. And everybody has different gifts. And that's cool. Lynn, I want to be like a little fly on the wall just with you. I think you need a documentary. I think we need to take you for a little and just ask you what's happening. Like uh, the, the Lynn documentary, A Walk with Lynn. So every winter you go somewhere warm. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. Every winter. Well, you know what? I, my back is pretty much made of metal. So it's getting harder to spend the winters here because it's just awful. So we do go, we usually head down to Arizona and which is Sedona is I haven't even been to Sedona but it's this big mecca of intuitives but Phoenix is in Arizona there's some pretty old stuff there there's some really old cemeteries and not that ghosts hang out at the cemeteries but it's just an old ghost towns tons of old mining ghost towns so I like to just walk slowly and listen beyond the sounds I actually hear and then I could pick up names and dates, and then I go back and research it. And it it's that, it's exactly that. Actually, yeah, it's pretty, it's so much fun. And I'll say to my my honey, I'll say, did you hear that? And what are you talking about? No, it's like, okay, we gotta look for, uh, say, Joe Smith in 1849 and how he passed. And it's, it's kind of cool, because as hard as mining was, that was a big part of their life. So they they come visit. Oh my gosh. Lynn, I'm putting it out there. We're getting you a show somehow. Just because I think this is so cool. And I hope you come on as a guest again because I will have more questions for you. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Superstar PR. Please remember, if you like what you heard, share it with your friends. Don't forget to rate and review the show. This is a labor of love. We'll see you next week for our newest episode. Thank you.